Hi, and thanks for joining us at Facilitate Talks. I'm Michael Adenia, Portfolio Director at Facilitate. And I'm Anthony Davies, Founder and Chief Executive of Dark Horse Consulting. And if you're joining us for the first time, Facilitate Talks is a socially distanced talk show for the advanced therapies community, where Anthony and I are joined by two guests to discuss the big issues that the cell and gene therapy industry is dealing with right now. This is a special episode where we've got Anthony and I are actually not going to be doing the talking. Um, it's the first in the series of a Women in Advanced Therapies episodes where we'll be featuring inspirational women leaders within the advanced therapies community. And just to give you a quick uh, bit of context around um, the Women in Advanced Therapies group, facilitate uh, along with um, a, number of, uh, a number of inspirational people within the sector, we founded this group really to provide mentoring, networking, and education for the next generation of, of women in the field. And this year, we actually released an ebook on International Women's Day, which featured some of the influential women within our sector. And that ebook has just been a standout success. I mean, it's probably the most downloaded piece of content from the Facilitate website. And off the back of that, we just felt a need to really just go a little bit deeper um, than the you know, 10 or 10 to 12 pages of that ebook. And the ambassadors that work with me um, suggested that, you know, why don't you use the platform and facilitate talks to actually have conversations with them. So we reached out to all of the, all of the women that featured in that ebook. And um, I'm really pleased that Anthony, you're going to love it. Over the next um, three or four weeks, we got some brilliant interviews um, Ran Zeng, the CTO of Orchard Therapeutics, uh, Maria Fardis, the CEO of Iovance, uh, Emily Whitehead, um, uh, just to name a few. And um, the first episode, though, we've got someone that I know, you know um, very well, Anthony, Claudia Zilberberg. Yes, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, obviously, everybody knows Claudia. Um, she has built Acron Biotech from the from the from ground level upwards. Um, Acron Biotech, not a therapeutics company, uh, but neither are the companies that uh, that you work for, Michael, or, or that I work for. Uh, and I think what comes through from Claudia is that she really has always sought to serve the the cell therapy community, and you and I certainly agree with That's that true. motivation. Um, it's an ancillary materials company, raw materials, but raw materials in this field, as everybody knows, are unbelievably complex and just as demanding as making therapeutics uh, in many ways. Uh, Claudia, as a person, uh, is also highly inspirational. Uh, and as you, uh, as I think you were about to say, Michael, she's uh, also equally dedicated to the, to the concept of uh, education. That's right, yeah. Education is something that comes through from Claudia in every interaction you have with her. Uh, and as you say, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why she does so well speaking at Facilitate Conference and has been involved in yeah. panels yeah. with us for, for many, many years. Um, but that doesn't just run through in terms of talking about the science. You know, I, I know nothing about science, for example. But um, in terms of educating the next generation, that for me, like when I first found out that she wrote a children's book um, all those many years ago, um, it, it just made so much sense. Um, and I'm so pleased that I got to 
Um, I managed to actually um, urge Claudia to accelerate the re-release of that ebook of, of this um, children's book. Um, I've got a copy of it here, just surprisingly as, well placed. As do we both. <laughs> You're full of genes. And she was able to get a get that ebook re-released at the start of um, this year, just in time for the future of medicine public day that Facilitate hosted at the Frost Science Museum in Miami. So, and that actually kind of sort of segues nicely into um, the guest interviewer, which is Jennifer Manning. Um, and Jennifer Manning is an executive director at Fujifilm uh, Diosynth Biotechnologies. And again, another organization that is a serving organization for the cell and gene therapy community but also a big educator of the next generation. And what I'll do in the, um, the show notes for this episode, I'll include some of the resources that Fujifilm have done for the advanced therapies, uh, well, for actually children. Um, and especially during lockdown um, and parents that are trying to uh, be full-time educators as well as disciplinarians and, 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 uh, and as well as doing their own jobs, and they create these fantastic resources for, for you and I and, and parents all over the world to be able to interact with their kids and talk about science. Um, so I'll include notes to that in the, in the, I'll include a link to that in the show notes. And I'll also include a link to Claudia's ebook as well. So you know, without further ado, um, I'm going to, um, you know, roll on into the interview. I think you're going to really love it. Um, I found this a, it's a very different kind of conversation from what I'm used to in terms of um, these organizations, um, and it's very much um, a, a, a sort of inspirational um, perspective that, that I think you can enjoy um, very much so. So without further ado, let's jump straight into that interview. Hi, Claudia. Hey, hi, Jennifer. Thank you so much for joining me today for the first podcast in a new series of Facilitate Talks. Wonderful. Nice, nice to be here and nice to join you with that. Actually looking forward to it. Likewise. Um, well, we have a um, great discussion ahead of us for our viewers, and I really just like to jump right into it and talk a little bit about your passion for educating the next generation. Um, you and I had the opportunity to first meet at the Facilitate Conference in January, um, where I had the opportunity to listen to you read your children's book, You're Full of Genes. Um, so I really just like to learn more about you and, and your passions and your drivers for the inspiration of this children's book. Actually, well, thank you. Thank you for being there. Actually, it was a good way to, to meet you for the first time. And it was an interesting experience. Um, You're Full of Genes is a, is a project that uh, has been a passion of mine for, for the longest time. Uh, the first edition of the book came along a while, a few years back, about eight years ago or nine years ago, uh, with the idea to educate children on, on um, genetics and gene editing and uh, what is this all about, the world that was going to come ahead of them. Um, it was a, a great experience to write the book, to look for an illustrator, but at the end of the day, uh, my, my main objective was to be able to uh, create a new generation of educated new customers, patients, you know, that will come in the future. 
that will learn about these possibilities and these options that they have ahead. But also as well, maybe perhaps giving the opportunity for some children to be more curious about uh, new careers and new opportunities in, 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 in this field that uh, actually at that time was just uh, initially up and coming and now is full blown. So actually the book is it's a labor of, of love. I love education for the longest time, being in the educational field as, as a side uh, path for me um, in science museums, in science workshops that I did for children, uh, science fairs. I always believe that educating science is a, a best way to create a new generation moving forward. Thank you for that. I, I definitely enjoyed it and my children did as well. So thank you. Yeah. Um, when you and I were preparing for this interview, you shared something with me very, that really hit home and I thought was really interesting. And you shared that, you know, it wasn't just about um, the importance of uniqueness in everyone from, from a scientific perspective, but also from a social perspective. And I think that that is, you know, very accurate in this day and age and, and what you're trying to communicate and share with the next generation is so important. So thank you very much. Um, when we were talking and at Facilitate, as well as, uh, you know, in our preparation for today, you clearly have a passion for corporate responsibility. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you mentioned sustainability as something that's very important to you. And, you know, you mentioned that your passion stems from when you got your PhD studying trees, and now you're studying genes. Mm -hmm. And, um, what I thought was really interesting was your journey. And, and maybe if you could just share with the viewers your journey from when you were, were a student and when you were studying um, the completion of your PhD and, and what, what motivated you, um, not only to study trees, but how did you end up in gene therapy? Yeah, well, interesting. Um, I, I work in my PhD on, in actually in wood. Uh, I was in the, the University of British Columbia was doing my PhD training there. Um, on pulp and paper. And the idea was to generate antibodies to be able to catch the infection of those trees that could be stained and could be uh, with that uh, lower the price of the wood or what have you for different uses and use a lot of chlorine uh, in order to get rid of the stains. So the idea was to detect very early on the stains of that fungi. And that was part of the work that I did at that time recreation of monoclonal antibodies for detection. But the interesting thing is that for me, bringing the trees and bringing down the trees to make paper was something that bothered me quite a bit. So actually, later on in life, I was very involved in one tree planted and, and planting trees whenever was the opportunity to do so and, and for different fires. And we brought it actually as part of the culture of Akron to bring trees as part of our giving back to the to the to earth, uh, in terms of of our corporate responsibility. So, if it were fires in the Amazon, in California, or even in Australia, we were participating as a company uh, on that sense. But eventually, we're understanding the the, gen the genetics of the trees and how to make it more um, better and better for the environment and better species that can combat the different diseases was something that was of interest to me. And after that, well, was just translated that to humans and understanding that that could be something that humans can take advantage of. Uh, definitely brought that passion, transfer that passion from nature to the human nature 
and was a transition for me. Um, and Akron has been involved in many different ways in, in, in that uh, field, and, and we are looking forward to be contributing even more so these therapies can happen and can bring more um, opportunities for longer and better lives for lots of patients and people in the world. That's our main goal and mantra. Thank you. I mean, the passion that you have as a leader in advanced therapies for you know, educating the next generation and making sure that that generation has a, a planet that can sustain itself and, and that we can play an active role in protecting for the next generation is, is truly admirable. So thank you to everyone at Akron um, for contributing to make the planet a better place. Yeah, you need to contribute from different levels. It's either by educating the new generation, by giving back to the community, by giving back to the place you live. And so we feel that we are so lucky to have all of these different things that just giving a little bit back of everyone does a little bit of that can be a major contribution. Absolutely. And it could be a best practice. You know, in our industry, there's a lot of consumables and raw materials yeah. and you know, to have this as a best practice that, that others can pick up on, I think is, is truly leading by example. And yeah. you mentioned, you know, the importance to you as leader of keeping your finger on the pulse and what's going on in, in the community and in the industry. And over time, how your organization has grown from, you know, a smaller company at a smaller pace to a larger company at a faster pace and, you know, keeping in line with the growth of the advanced therapies industry. So um, thank you for sharing and thank you for being a leader in this space. Um, the last bit that I wanted to ask you about is I know something that's near and dear to your heart as a parent of a graduating senior this year. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. If you had some time to be able to speak to the class of 2020, um, what would be your advice for them? Um, you know, these are interesting times that we are living between COVID-19, uh, you know, a lot of uh, revolution and a lot of different uh, streams of different thinking that is going on right now. And, and I, I believe that these are times for change, a time to be disruptive and, and bring different new ideas, you know, perhaps whatever was common sense in the past, now it's time for a change. And so be open. Be, be ready for, for create that change you want to see in the world. You know, this is a unique opportunity. These types of moments are unique and happens once in a while where everything seems to be convoluted in crisis. Those are the times where people understand what the needs are and create new solutions. So this is the best time to shine and bring uh, the best of the humanity and the best in, in terms of creativity for new solutions for problems that we all have around us. So definitely uh, stay positive, believe in the change and, and use this time to be creative and use everything that you have because those are the times to be successful. Although it doesn't seem like because everything is so weird right now, um, but the truth is these are the times where solutions are coming. When problems exist, we are forced to think on solutions for things to happen and change. Absolutely. And, and I think that is amazing advice for our graduating seniors, but for everyone right now in the world. Mm -hmm. And I do think that, you know, the, the, the mantra that you shared with me, of, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world. You, you and your organization are constantly doing that. And 
I know that this is what you're telling your own children. And I appreciate you sharing this advice with the class of 2020 and, and with all of our viewers. And, you know, my grandmother used to say, you know, it's pretty simple. Just have courage and be kind. And I think that, That's true. you know, it's, it's, it's four words, have courage and be kind. And, and that, that message is very powerful right now. And um, along with be the change you want to see in the world from you, I think that our graduating class of 2020, they do have challenges ahead of them. And hopefully they've used this time to, to be inspired and um, be future leaders. So I just thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure getting to know you throughout this process. And I hope our viewers enjoyed the first podcast of Facilitate Talk. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. It was amazing to meet you uh, actually through this opportunity and know you a little bit more. And definitely this is a great uh, way to get connected now that we are all in a virtual world and bring a little bit of peace of each one of us anyway. Absolutely. Well, I look forward to staying connected with you and, and learning from you and watching Akron do great things. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. So, yeah, there you have it. Interview with Jennifer Manning and Claudia Zilberberg at Akron Biotech. And I don't know how you feel about that, Anthony, but from my perspective, I feel that that was a really profound interview and um, it was a lot deeper than I was expecting. Yes, that was not the normal style of interview you expect that's science and medicine focused alone. And I think it's good timing, Michael. I think we're, we're living through uh, times of great change, you know, some voluntary, some involuntary. Mm. Uh, we're living through a pandemic and we're living through events which perhaps, if nothing else, show that uh, social change, which is long overdue, might actually happen. And I think that is uh, something which none of us can ignore. Yeah, well, you know, from my perspective, you know, thinking specifically about the revolution that we're seeing right now in the Black Lives Matters movement, you know, it does make me think about from the position that I hold at Facilitate, you know, what can we do in order to help drive that change. You know, I think Claudia's point, you know, when Jennifer asked you know, your message to the class of 2020 and you know, that message of change to the class of 2020, yes, it's, it's obviously a very, very um, pertinent time for them to be the drivers of that. But I absolutely agree with Jennifer that we've all got a responsibility to take on that right now. And you know, the Facilitate team are thinking um, you know, where do we sit in that? You know, how can we be better in serving the advanced therapies community and um, representing black and ethnic minorities better? You know, what does that mean to our speaker panels? What does that mean to um, how we make the, our events accessible to, um, to minorities? And, you know, I'd love to hear from viewers and listeners, you know, what their thoughts and perspectives are on that as well. And is there something that we can collectively do to, to, to be better? Yeah, and I think the point is, Michael, that uh, with, with all of these movements afoot, uh, ultimately, it will be better. And there's nothing but a good thing um, in the medium and long term uh, with, with both of the things we're living through. There may be some short term pain and some short term hiccups. 
but I think in the, in the end, we have to come through uh, out the other side, you know, better. Oh, totally agree. So um, we're going to wrap up there. That's the end of this episode. Um, but last point from, from me. So just to give you a, a piece of content to enjoy um, following on from this, if you would like to, we've managed to package together all of the super plenary videos from the last couple of years where Anthony has obviously been, been chairing and moderating. Um, and we put them together in a really nice Netflix style um, series of videos that you can check out on the Facilitate Exchange website. And the, um created a short link for that. So if you just go to bit.ly, L-Y, forward slash superplen2020, you'll be able to get all of those videos and can watch uh, and can stream those um, online. So that's bit.ly, L-Y, forward slash superplen2020. And that's all for this, this week, guys. So thank you very much, Anthony. It's always a pleasure catching up with you. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Michael. Take care, guys.